Hi, thank you for tuning in to the Prevail to Inspire podcast. I am your host, Tiara, and on this podcast, I empower you to prevail so that you can inspire others. So let's get started. Hey, welcome back to another episode from the Prevail to Inspire podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. So I you know, just got back from the gym. I feel really good. I'm just ready to go today. (laughs) So let's get into it. So today's episode is, um, the law of sowing and reaping. It's a natural law of the universe. So it's something I want to talk about. I also want to just say, um, before I get started that, um, There's clients that I am currently coaching, and I always get their permission first before I share their story on my podcast. So I just want to put that out there. So that way you guys don't think, wow, she's putting her business out there like that. No, I got permission. (laughs) And the reason why I do that is because I think it'll be beneficial for someone else to learn from real life stories, you know, that people are going through. So, um, Before I get into it, I do want to have story time in the beginning this time. And uh, one of the um, young ladies that I am currently coaching, um, she, you know, she opened up to me and just told me that, you know, at work um, for the past couple years, she was miserable and she made everybody pay for her misery. Um, She was not the nicest coworker to others. She was really mean, negative. If she had a bad day, everybody else was going to have a bad day, made snide remarks, everything. So now she's on a better path. She's happier in life. Um, She just kind of found her niche. So she's happier. Um, She did get a promotion because her work was uh, phenomenal, but her attitude uh, just didn't go. So now that she's in a better position, she wants to change. She wants to um, be a better person. She wants to make that change, but her dilemma and the thing that she's going through is that when she was the meanest person and, you know, treating others uh, unkindly, they remember that. And it's hard for her to change others' outlook of her, right? So, um, you know, she told me uh, earlier this week that um, one, of, one of the ladies, um, you know, she made coffee And she bumped her coffee and it spilled and she didn't even say sorry. She just looked at her and walked off. And um, she said it just really infuriated her, which I can understand. And I asked her, I said, but what did you do in the past to warrant that kind of uh, treatment, you know? And, you know, she said she had did something similar, you know, uh, as she was walking through the office, bumped her chair and, um, you know, made her get coffee on herself and never said anything. So this is the kind of treatment that she's going through and not, not to say it's right, but I let her know, you know, you've been treating people bad for the past two years. You can't continue to treat people bad and think nothing bad is going to happen to you. Right. That's the law of sowing and reaping. You sowed all those bad seeds and now you're reaping all those bad seeds, you know? So I'm kind of just giving her advice and I'm coaching her, you know, um, I'm giving her homework, uh, weekly that she needs to do at work so she can become a better person and everything else. I told her to send out thank you cards, um, appreciate the small wins and big wins of her coworkers. I let her know that, um, you know, treat 
you know, it doesn't cost much to bring bagels and cream cheese and start doing those things so that they can say, wow, she's trying to make a change. You know, if you do nothing, they're not going to see it, you know, and it's going to be an investment, you know? So, um, you know, she's taking it in. Um, she admits that she can be selfish and it's hard for her to spend money, but you know, I let her know bagels and cream cheese is not going to hurt at all. It's not going to break the bank. You got a promotion, let your team know how much you appreciate them, you know? So, um, yeah. What are your thoughts about that? (laughs) But yeah, I just know, like, even when I was going through, uh, my first divorce, my first, my only divorce <laughs> with my first husband. I remember that, um, you know, we weren't kind to each other, but the stuff that he did, I'm just like, okay, I know I didn't warrant that. You know what I mean? So I would just ignore it. But the one time I reacted, he was all surprised. And I'm like, you've been doing this for years. I don't know why you're, you're shocked that I, you know, that you got a dose of your own medicine this time, you know? But yeah, that's the law of sowing and reaping. And that's with and that's all throughout life. I have another client that I'm coaching and she's really hard on herself. So um, she is overweight and, you know, she's been going to the gym. This is her second week at the gym. She's been going, you know, maybe four to five times a week she's been on it. And she's like, oh, I only lost three pounds. And I said, you know, again, sowing and reaping, right? I said, you know, it did not take you just two weeks to get to the weight that you're at now. It took time for you to put on that, those extra pounds, right? So I said, when you go to the gym, it's the same way. The pounds are not going to fall off just like that. You're going to have to put in the work, put in the time, and then you will see the results. I said, don't quit just now. You lost three pounds. Appreciate that win. That's huge. Because I know what it's like to lose weight. And I appreciate if I lose a half a pound, I'm celebrating, you know? So again, I'm just telling her, look at the bigger picture. Don't quit now because at least you're making progress. It's not the, you want to make faster progress, but you're making progress. So appreciate that and keep going. Don't get, you know, discouraged. And so she's like, yeah, you're right. It did take me two years to put, you know, two or three years to put this weight on. And here I am two weeks and I wanted to just like fall off. And I said, yeah, we all have unrealistic goals sometimes, you know? And um, so, yeah, that's kind of, you know, what I wanted to discuss. And, you know, that's in work. It's in life. It's in our relationships. You know, you reap what you sow. It's the natural law of the universe. So whether you're a Christian or non-Christian, whether you go to church or not, it is the law of the universe. It's a natural law. And, um, you know, I remember uh, when I was reading this article, it said everybody has handicaps. And um, a big part of our lives is learning how to take the disadvantages and turning them into advantages. You know, channeling our uh, mental, our physical, our emotional energy, and then trying to get more out of what we want and what we're going to do with it. You know, um, if we put in the time it's not wasted time. It's an investment of time, you know, because some people, um, you know, they'll say, you know, even if I do that, it's a waste of time, but I'm just like, "Mm, not really. It's an investment. You know, um, I remember when me and my husband were buying our house, I had a couple friends that, you know, wanted to buy a house as well. And they said, man, it's just so much work, all these things that you got to do to prepare for the house. And I said, but look at it long-term do the, you know, give up the time now, Cause you're going to have like a long 
investment in the long haul. You're going to have like a lifetime investment, you know, and uh, some people listen, some people don't, but hey, that's their choice, you know? And um, yeah, I just think that when it comes to sowing and reaping, it could uh, be good and it also can be bad. You sow good seeds in your life and good things will happen. You sow bad seeds in your life, bad things are going to happen. Uh, I remember <laughs> I remember I was uh, getting my nails done and I remember this lady was on the phone and um, her significant other was incarcerated. And after she got off the phone, she was like, oh, I'm so sick of this. I always got to take these collect calls. And she was just like, I don't know why, you know, he thought he could get away with it. And that's the thing. He didn't get away with it. And now he's reaping the benefit. He's reaping what he sowed. And that is doing time in jail, you know? And so also, you know, it goes, it goes in a positive way as well. Um, you know, I, for me, um, you know, I put in work at, uh, when I, when I was uh, at this one company, I put in the work, put in the time and I got promoted really quick. You know, um, they saw my work, they saw my work ethic, they saw the results I was, you know, bringing to the table and they're like, yeah, let's promote her. And the promotion did not happen overnight. I'm not going to sit up here in front like it did. It took about, you know, four years for that promotion to happen. But the thing is, if I would have just said, you know what, forget it. No one's noticing my work. You know, I'm not going to do it because we all can feel like we're being taken advantage of at work. Right. But for me, I was doing it because it was just the right thing to do. I felt good about it. And it made me happy to know that my staff was happy. So that's why I just kept going and planting those seeds. Eventually, you know, and my thing is when you're good, you're going to get noticed, period. If you're good at what you do, you're going to get noticed. You don't have to worry about selling yourself or putting yourself out there. Somebody's going to see what you're doing and they're going to be like, okay, yeah, let's, let's meet with her. Let's get her into this meeting. What is she doing that the others aren't doing, you know? And that's what happened to me when I, uh, when I was at that company. So, um, just know that you reap good things, good things will happen. All right. And, uh, one thing I want to say is that, you know, some people are born into poverty and others are born into wealth. Some people receive great love, but you know, some people they don't. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie, the blind side, but, uh, Michael Orr, he's current. Well, I, I don't know if he's still in the NFL, but he was, and he was born, um, to a mother who was on drugs and, um, this family, uh, took him in and, uh, you know, got him up to speed cause he was so behind in high school, got him up to speed and everything. And the investment that they put into him, uh, the time they put into him, you know, he's reaping the benefits. I mean, he's in the NFL now making, well, he was in the NFL, but even if he's not, he's still worth a million, over a million dollars. You know what I mean? So it is really, uh, what you do with the circumstances in your life, you know, cause some people, they, you know, they all, you know, they're not dealt a good hand, you know, in life, everyone is dealt a hand, but you have to play your hand, you know, and learning, uh, you know, life is about learning how to play any hand that you're dealt with. It's up to you and what you're going to do with it. Uh, life is filled with champions. And, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, we have some losers. But I know there's something within you that can turn that around. You know, 
Because in life, you'll never be dealt a hand that can't be turned into a winning hand. And like with Michael Orr, like I said, he was dealt a crappy hand. His mother was a drug addict and everything. And um, he, you know, he still went to school and, you know, the Tuies noticed him. They took him in and adopted him and gave him a great life. He went to college, played football and did really well. Um, but you know, because of his upbringing, he could have made the decision like, no, you know, the streets are going to be my life. I don't want to, you know, I want to just, I don't want to do better. Or if he didn't believe in himself, he could have had work, you know, worse circumstances, but he did. And he took advantage of the opportunities that was offered to him, which is a blessing. So, you know, it, uh, you know, people are dealt crappy hands. Some people are dealt good hands, but it's what you're willing to do with the hand. I mean, I've know some stories where people are born into wealth and they just jack it up because they never had to work for a thing, you know? So again, we can't say, well, you know, life dealt me a crappy hand and this is why I'm at where I'm at because we have seen where people are dealt a great hand and they still make bad decisions. I don't know if you remember this makeup line called Max Factor, but I used to get uh, the lipsticks um, from Max Factor back in the 90s. And Max Factor, um, her son, um, he just had a lot of time on his hands and he would manipulate women uh, doing stuff illegal and he found himself in jail. But his mom was worth, you know, his mom was a millionaire. But again, he never had to work for anything. and He didn't appreciate what he had. So, and life dealt him a great hand. He didn't have to go that route, but he did, you know. So it's what you're willing to do with the hand. All right. Um, what else do I want to (laughs) say? I just love talking about this stuff. I also want to say that success is not based upon need. It's based upon seed. You have to become good at planting in the spring or begging in the fall. The Bible says it in a way. It says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, he shall reap. And so I, in throughout this podcast, I will quote scriptures from the Bible because the law of sowing and reaping is a natural law of the universe, but it's also something that the Bible um, talks about as well. And, um, you know, it's what you plant seeds in your life. I, I know when um, I was early on in my career, I did not have my degree. Um, I did not have as much experience. And then once I got my degree, doors just started opening up big time. Like I didn't have to put in 18 to 20 years to get where I needed to go. When I got my degree, it just opened up just so many doors. And that was an investment in my life that I can take forever. And that was me planting that seed, you know? So I always say it it never hurts to invest in yourself because it's only getting you to the point of, you know, you reaching your goals. And so, and, and when you sow seeds into your life, you reap the benefits of it. Um, if you want to reap more rewards, you have to sow more contribution. You know, it's like service and value. You are where you are because that's what you have sown into the past. What you chose to sow or not sow today is creating a future. All right. Um, I want to point out that my husband has his PhD and, um, you know, he, when he, he applied, um, for just so many jobs and the job market can, you know, can be really tough. And, um, after like, you know, putting in like 20 applications, he was getting discouraged 
And I told him, I said, keep putting him out there. You know, I said, because eventually someone is going to hit, someone is going to notice you keep putting it out there. And sure enough, got a, he, he applied. Finally, somebody um, called him up, offered him a great salary and he's happy, you know, but you can't give up. It is discouraging. It is. But you know what, what, what isn't discouraging? You know what I mean? We're always uh, being thrown curveballs and we, we always should expect the unexpected, you know, but not, not to say that it should just beat us down. It should really give us more motivation and fire to go after those seeds that we've planted, you know, not to get discouraged. Um, and you know, I, when I was, uh, at one of the companies I worked for, I remember so many people would complain about, where they're at in life. Oh, I hate this job. I wish I was doing something else. And, you know, looking back, you know, I'm like, you know, if you don't like where you are, you have to change your seeds. And it starts with knowing that the law of sowing and reaping is at work in your life. You have to accept total responsibility for what, for your, for your life and what seeds you have planted to get you at the point where you don't like it. And if you don't like it, change it. You know, what were some of the causes? What were some of the choices, decisions, and actions that you did to get to this point? You know, did you not take advantage of opportunities? Did you uh, not, you know, go to school? Did you not, do you not have the experience? So you have to take accountability for some of that, some of that stuff. So, um, just know that, you know, what you have done in the past, it affects you today. Every action has a consequence, even though it may not be immediate. Sometimes it could be long-term. And that's why I say, you know, when some people complain about the positions that they're in, they feel like they should be further along again, what decisions, what actions did you, or did you not take, you know, to where you're unhappy? So I say that to say this, you're either becoming more like the person you're supposed to become or you're not. So right now you have a decision to make. Are you at the place that you need to be? And if the answer is no, what are you going to do to change it? Start today. Start today. And if you are at the place where you, you know, you like and you want to be here, how can you impact somebody else's life? to help them out, to get them to where they need to go. Because if you have success, you should be sharing it with others. Success is nothing without someone to share it with. And that's with friendships, relationships, whatever. Share your knowledge. You know, don't be selfish with it. There is so much to go around. You don't have to be selfish. Educate educate others. The sooner you learn this, the sooner the better, okay? Um you know, choices reveal who you are. And we've made decisions about what we learn, what not to learn, what to eat, what not to eat, where to spend time and where not to spend time. But you know what? At some point, you have to have a turning point, whether it's in your health, your faith, your career, your marriage, you have to take different steps to get more out of what you want in life or out of the things that I just mentioned, you have to do more to get what you want. You can't complain and change nothing and expect everything to change for the good. 
you have to plant those seeds. So just know that an extraordinary life is simply the accumulation of thousands of efforts, often unseen by others, that led to the accomplishments of your best life. I'm sorry, I'm reading my notes. (laughs) Um, You're rich with choice and your choices reveal who you are. More than any other single factor, you and I are where we are because of the choices we have made. We made decisions about what to learn, what not to learn, and what to eat, what not to eat. So what are you going to do to change the outcome of your circumstances from this day forward? For me, um, I had got, I had went to the doctor and um, I went about a month ago and I got my labs back and uh, the doctor let me know that I am pre-diabetic He let me know that I am uh, borderline, uh, you know, having cardiovascular issues. Um, He let me know that I'm borderline obese. It's things that I never thought, I never thought would happen to me because I, I am very active. Like I go to the gym, I take my walks, I go for runs, you know, but my eating habits, uh, they were horrible. Like whatever I wanted, I ate. You know, and, um, you know, the doctor let me know. He said, as you get older, he said, your eating habits have to change. Your body is different now. It's not the same body you had when you were in your 20s where you could eat whatever you wanted and it didn't affect you, you know? So um, it's already been a little over a month, or, you know, or maybe just a month. But I have, I have given up red meat. I have given up fried foods. I have given up pork. And I have uh, cut all of those for about a month. And I can honestly say I am feeling so much better. I am sleeping better. Um, Before when I was eating all that stuff, I had a hard time sleeping where I I was taking melatonin like every night. I was taking z like every night. And since I got on the better path of eating better, I haven't had to take melatonin. And it's crazy because you wouldn't think like, making that small change will make the biggest difference. But again, sowing and reaping. I sowed those bad seeds to got me in that, and that got me into the state of the health that I was in, you know, eating bad foods and everything else. That was what I reaped was, you know, those horrible lab results, you know? So now that I'm eating much healthier, I feel better and my labs are way better. (laughs) I met with my doctor on Monday and he was like, I don't know what you're doing, but keep doing it. And so I told him I I cut, you know, red meat, pork and fried foods. I'm just eating chicken and fish. And, um, I feel so much better. He said, well, you know what? Keep on that path because your, your results are looking way better than it did. And, you know, he said, I still want you to work on the weight and everything else. And absolutely I will, you know, and that's why I'm being more consistent at the gym. Cause I've always went to the gym. I've always took my walks, but sometimes like it will one time, like, uh, you know, there's times where I'm just like, Oh, I'm not going to do anything this week, whatever, you know, but now I know if I want to be here, uh, for my family, my loved ones, I have to take care of me. I have to make that investment in me so that I can be here. You know, I don't want, uh, me changing, not changing my eating habits to take me out, you know? And it was scary. It was a wake, it was a good wake up call for me. It really was. So again, the law of sowing and reaping, 
I am now eating better and my uh, health is a lot better. <laughs> Sowing and reaping. Okay. I can't say that enough, but a month ago, well, over a month ago, eating bad and my results were bad, you know? So um, just know that it's a universal law and it could work to your benefit and it could work to your detriment. All right. So you guys have to use those investments wisely. You know, let's take care of ourselves. Let's do unto others as we do unto ourselves. And uh, like I told the lady that I'm uh, coaching now, um, you know, those two years of being mean at work, she's going to have to make up for for the next two years, probably, or longer. Because sometimes when people have that image of you, it's hard for them to change it. You know, so she's, she is putting in the work and um, giving her homework every week and she's doing a lot better. Um, She did say one person, you know, did come around and say, you know, what's making you change? She said, I don't like the person that I was. So, um, you know, being truthful to others, um, you know, they they have to respect that, you know, so she's putting in the work and I have a feeling it is going to turn around, but it's going to take time. Just like it took time for her to be mean. It's going to take time for people to change their mindset. So just know you reap good seeds. Good seeds will come. You reap bad seeds. Bad seeds will come. So invest wisely into yourself. All right. Well, it was great talking to you guys today. And I can't express to you guys enough how the smallest seeds that you sow into your life will sometimes you'll reap the biggest results. All right. Just sit on that. Think about that and just think about how you can impact others and think about how you can prevail to inspire others. All right, y'all have a great rest of your week and kill it. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to the Prevail to Inspire podcast. I will see you next week. Bye. Hey friends, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Follow me on Instagram at Prevail to Inspire. And for lifestyle fun, you can follow me at The Fiercely Classy. See you next week.